You alright? You alright? Welcome everybody to It's Not Friendship Island. This is week six part D, mm-hmm. also known as 45, 46, and 47 mm-hmm. of UK Series 9. And uh, follow us on Instagram if you haven't uh, at Not Friendship Island Pod and leave us a five star review uh, wherever you listen. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else before we start? I'm Sarah. I'm Brendan. <laughs> They know that, though, right? So, apparently, I haven't looked at it yet because I don't really fuck with social media that much, but Sarah posted something on our Instagram. It made me laugh a lot, and you're like, oh, I'll watch it while we're recording, and I'm like, you're not going to think it's as funny, and my feelings will be hurt because I thought it was the funniest thing (laughs) that I've seen in a long time. Okay, well, I'm going to go to Instagram and type in not friendship <laughs> island pod. Oh, that's how you do it. <laughs> um, and I'm going to see the latest post. Mm-hmm. Turn my sound up. Why does he look like Voldemort? (laughs) I literally had to pause and wait like five minutes before I could start taking my notes again. And I did see, I started to notice other people in the reflection of that shiny wall as well. Um, But nobody, nobody Nobody affected me the way Kai did. He looked like Voldemort. Yeah. He he honestly didn't even look that different (laughs) from himself. Which I think was the funniest part. Yeah, he just got a little bit of a flat nose, and that's it. Okay, now can we jump into it? That was very good. Yeah, we could have jumped into. We could don't clap. Very good. <laughs> okay, we could have jumped into it before. You're the one who wanted to do it that way. I still and I stand by it. Mm, okay, well, are you ready to jump in then? To I week six, part two. I couldn't two? be readier. Perfect. So, episode 45 opens on the same night um, where everyone had kind of... I want to say everyone confronted Will, but they they didn't really. He, like, sat down with everyone and, like, the conversation was regarding um, people accusing Jesse of being fake. Or rather, let's throw that word out, apparently not genuine because there's a lot of sticking points here on who actually used the word fake. And I'll be honest, I didn't care enough to go back and see. But the it opens on Will being told that people think that Jesse is not genuine. So Will is getting, like, really frustrated. He's telling, he's saying that everyone is moving like snakes. He's getting really mad that this is, like, a topic of conversation. So he gets frustrated. He walks away. Um, Tom follows him. Will asks Tom if he thinks Jesse has been fake. And Tom says no. And they're both now saying that too many people have opinions. However, Jesse was the one who was up in bed all night saying that apparently no one speaks their mind. Like, what do you want? <laughs> so I was like, let's see how this one ages, I guess. We'll see. <clears throat> so Will goes and pulls Max for a chat because the where everyone's kind of been pointing, besides Liv, really, is that Maxwell... I don't know if like people are saying Maxwell started it. Or if he's just been, like, voicing it the loudest. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but he pulls Max for a chat to kind of like get to the bottom of it. And he tells him right away that he's pissed and he's heard that Max thinks Jesse's fake. Um, and so Max starts to like explain himself and then Jesse walks by and they go like completely silent. It's like the most awkward thing you could think of. Um, and he starts, uh, he starts again to like re-explain. He doesn't really do a good job. Um, he, and this is what everyone says is they're like, oh, we don't think she's fake. We just think that some of her actions have been questionable. Um, which is fine to even say that's not the same as her being fake or not genuine. Uh, but that's like kind of what Maxwell says. Um, and honestly, they end this conversation uh, not too bad. Maxwell's like, hey, bro, if you want to pull me for anything, just go ahead. Just do it. It's fine. It's cool. I, I'll, I'll give you I'll, I'll get your back. I'll give you a back rub. <laughs> as Jesse is walking back over to everyone because she has no idea the way that this conversation has gone. Claudia and Sammy, who, like, just want to shield her from everything. Oh, like, my God. They grab her. Crazy. They whisk her away up to the terrace um, to tell her what's been said. Um, and they're really, like, they're really, like, amping it up. They're like, listen, you did nothing wrong. And, like, all of this stuff is happening and blah, 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 blah. And she's like, oh, my God. Like, what is going on? Um, they tell her what Max said, then brings up uh, that Liv and Lana and even Ron have been, like, putting their two cents in as well. I'm sorry, two pence? Yeah, because Jesse then says that she doesn't even understand why they even have to have their two pence heard. Which, again, the irony is so crazy. Um, <clears throat> and I don't even, like, I don't even, like, necessarily disagree, but, like, the irony is what it is. Um and Claudia and Sammy say that Liv started it all and act like it's a crazy thing that they've never considered that, like, Liv starts drama. Right. They're like, you know, she's actually, like, oh, now that I think about it, like, <laughs> Liv, like, likes drama. Huh. Like, where the, you've been fucking living with her for all this time. You're and just you've figuring been this out. living with her. <laughs> Come on, guys. <laughs> Jesse brings up that everything Kai has done, Liv has done as well, which is true. Yes. But how knowing that she knows that, knowing that she understands Uh it, how and probably always has. Right. There's no way that this just dawned on her. Uh How has she Uh decided to blindly support Liv no matter what? Uh-huh. exactly knowing like she knows it it's so fucking crazy honestly that was probably what Liv was thinking of she's like she's a little fake i've been fucking up <laughs> <laughs> and she's been defending me that's <laughs> fucked up like that's just a stupid honestly i think that was a stupid thing for jesse to have even said right because it's you like, look like you showed your hand mm-hmm. you know that the girls can be wrong believe it or not but you're gonna like blindly support them anyways mm-hmm. so uh, Tanya, Liv, and Rosie are talking around the fire pit, and Jesse and Claudia come over because, as Claudia does when she's up there, when they're up on the terrace and they're talking, Claudia's like, "We should go talk to them. If you want to talk to them, I'll have your back." I'm like, "We should go talk to them." And she walks down there, and she's like, "Hey, girl!" Like she again is like mm-hmm. simply not able to walk the walk. Uh-huh. Like she acts like she's going to do something that she is like simply un- not capable of doing. Um, so the rest of the girls come over as well, and I guess they're starting this conversation to try to get everything out in the open and cleared. 
Um, while they're doing that, we see a scene in the kitchen where Will is talking to the boys and he is frustrated. And that is where I had to pause for about five minutes because we see Kai's reflection in the shiny wall. And I think just go back and see it for yourself because it killed me. He looks like a low poly, like a uh, video game character. Yeah. Nintendo- he looked like golden eye. Yeah. I was going to say like the, whatever the first Grand Theft Auto is. Mm-hmm. He looks like a character from that. Um, Will does point the blame at Max and Max lets him know that this has been a conversation that didn't just start with him and Liv, but stated that the conversation kind of started when him, Casey and Ron were talking that morning. Um, And again, for somebody who just chatted all night in bed with Jesse about how people don't speak their mind, it's just kind of crazy how mad Will is Mm -hmm. for people speaking their mind. Yeah, it's it's it's. He only wants to be right with Jesse. Yeah. And when it's when the shoe is on the other foot, ow, 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 that's the wrong foot. It doesn't fit. <laughs> but Kai, uh, wonderful Kai, which I can't believe that's where we are, says to him, listen, if you love Jesse and you guys are happy, why does any of this matter? Just be happy with her. None of it matters. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Kai. I know. I wrote King Kai because, like, <laughs> yes, Kai has so many good w- nuggets of wisdom in these next, like, three episodes. I Sa- Sanam has somehow just brought out absolutely the best version of Kai. I think so. And I don't usually like to, like, give somebody else credit for the way that one person is, but I'm just going to go ahead and give credit to Sanam. Okay. I think Take it's, it. I think she did. Here you go, Queen Sanam. Queen Sanam. Um, and so we go back to the girls' conversation. Liv says that the whole issue wasn't meant to be talked about behind her back, which, I mean, doesn't really matter because it was. And then Jesse starts to get upset and say that she has stood by all of these girls no matter what, Um, which is funny because I don't think that's the bulletproof vest she thinks it is. Right. It's not (laughs) reciprocated. It doesn't have to be reciprocated when you're wrong. And I think it's a silly thing for her to do because, I mean, and also I don't actually think... As a person who doesn't trust Jesse just because she's an alum, and that's my opinion, um, I that's my opinion. <laughs> I don't think she's done anything to be called fake, but I think just because you blindly stood by the girls, that does not make you exempt from being called out by them. Right. That and doesn't mean they owe you the same. And also, it's ridiculous to expect everyone to give you that same kind of blind support. I don't know. In the name of boss bitch, which I can't even when she says that later. I'm so fucking annoyed by it. But mm-hmm. um, I just think her deciding to stand by the girls no matter what is I don't think that was the right decision. I agree. <laughs> Clearly. I know you do. <sighs> yeah. Claudia insists that the word fake was used. Liv kind of like prickles up right away and she's like. Don't insinuate that I use that word because I didn't call her fake. I didn't say that. Um, and again, honestly, I don't I don't care enough to check if she did. Do you remember? Um, I think the word fake was used, but I don't know by who. I'm sh- I think Will was the only person that was using fake. Maybe. Uh, yeah, I really don't remember. Um, Liv says that she doesn't think this conversation needs to happen with everyone. And Jesse's like... Do you want to have a convo with just me? And she's like, no, not right now. <laughs> yeah, she's like, not everyone needs to be here. She's like, okay, we can just do one on one. She's like, no, actually. <laughs> I don't want to do that either. 
<laughs> that's how I feel sometimes when like we all make plans uh-huh. and then I feel like not doing the plan. So I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I can't do this. And then like Josh will be like, OK, let's work around that. <laughs> and, now, and now I have to be like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> just be honest, Brendan. It's fine. OK. <laughs> Um, so Liv repeats what she had originally said um, up on the terrace to Lana and Rosie. She repeats that to Jesse, who then says, if you have that opinion, please just come to me next time. And God damn it. If I don't agree with Liv, who then says, I don't need to say it to you. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah. It is OK to have an opinion that you don't say right to that person's Especially face. Especially if it's a negative one. You don't have... <laughs> I don't know. And I mean, I guess that's, am I just too okay with shit talking? I don't know. No, I mean, it is a little weird that like she went to everyone else. Well, she went like, to the, she was, she talked to uh, Lana and Rosie about it. Lana's her best friend in the villa. And she talked to Max about it. Was that, was there more people that she, I mean, that whole, <laughs> there's everyone else in the villa except for Casey and Jesse was it? Yeah. But I mean, in that, in that case and because again what i say like if you're gonna if you're gonna have an opinion and not say it to the person which again i don't know i just think you're a human being and that's like okay to do i, agree. I do think that if it comes up you have to at least stand by your words yeah which i think is what she was doing in that conversation i don't think she was gossiping more i don't think she was like bringing it out more i think she was like this is being talked about and i said something so i'm like she owned it to will's face I don't think in that case she was like, yeah, but like continuing the gossip. I think she was like, we're talking about this. I had an opinion about it. So now I have like I have to own it. I can see it both ways. Yeah. I absolutely like I got glimpses of old live in these three. episodes. I know. I know. Me too. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I just don't think that every observation that someone has needs to be brought to that person hence the annoyance hence the annoyance with the casey convo and that Mm -hmm. was even what will said to jesse in that minute he was like when he brought jesse up to the terrace after the conversation she had he was like do you think it needs to be a conversation like every time you're like observing something about somebody do you think you need to bring that to the person and she said no and like I get it. I get that it's like it became the thing it did because like either the word fake was used or it was insinuated that she was fake. And like, I guess maybe that's different because like being called fake in this game or being made to look like you're fake, like could equal you getting dumped from the villa. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to agree with Liv in some of these, but I, I don't know. I just do. I don't think. You need to tell everyone every opinion you have about them. I 100% agree with that. <clears throat> and then Claudia says that she just shouldn't say it to anyone then if she's not going to bring it to Jesse. And again, just like, does no one speak their mind or should you not say anything to anyone? Right. Which one is it? Which one? <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's uh, Everyone's favorite thing is to be hypocritical in this in this. Uh season yeah and i mean the problem here for me is that jesse gave blind loyalty and expected it back and i don't think that was realistic and Liv eventually walks away um and the conversation kind of dissipates there's a little bit of she does say when she's walking away don't talk about me behind my back (laughs) while i'm gone which yeah it's funny she did do that but like (laughs) 
<clears throat> yeah, there's like some shade being thrown as the conversation closes as she leaves as like Liv does the thing she does where uh-huh. instead of addressing things, she walks away, uh-huh. which is ironic because <laughs> another hypocritical thing is that she thinks that's childish when people do that. Yeah, she called Kai and, you know, and Kai was copping out every time he didn't own up and explain all of his actions. And mm-hmm. she doesn't want to do that either, which is like it is what it is. But like, don't get mad at Kai for it then. Right. And I I, I would argue that Kai uh was more justified walking <laughs> i but we're getting wouldn't argue here. that <laughs> um the <laughs> next thing we see which is so funny because like the mood shift keenan sits with casey to tell him that he fancies rosie <laughs> the timing of it is so crazy casey's like i couldn't be fucked right now. <laughs> <laughs> he just kind of smiles and nods uh-huh. he does ask uh how rosie took it and he and keenan just pretty much says oh you know she said that She's going to, like, focus her energy on you. And that's, like, kind of it. Keenan, at, at this point, to me, it seemed like Keenan was just trying to get in front of mm-hmm. uh, Rosie telling him. Yeah. And the possibility, the smallest in my mind possibility that Casey could be pissed off about Keenan not coming and telling him himself. He's just trying to get rid of that. Yeah. I don't think that was ever going to happen, personally. Mm-hmm. Like, I think if Rosie would have told him, I think he would have, like laughed it off that's what i think you know what i mean i'm not casey that's just how me a viewer feels this is the last time he is likable yep (laughs) cancel everything i said about (laughs) keenan (laughs) so casey then goes and sits with rosie and tells her what keenan just told him and casey's kind of asking her like oh like how did you feel about it like how do you feel about keenan and rosie's like Listen, there are like a million things going on tonight. I haven't registered almost anything that Keenan told me. Right. Um, And she does say in a talking head after that she's like, she talks about like, you know, it being in her best interest to give Keenan a chance. And I was confused. I was confused by that just because of her reaction to Keenan in that moment. Mm-hmm. Which was to laugh and say awe at him and say I'm focusing on Casey. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if like in that talking head she's like maybe it's just safer to talk to him and yeah. ensure that there's nothing there. Because um, I was like, you know, she says that, but will she? I'm like, I didn't think that she would. But um, so Will then pulls Casey and Will asks Casey to help him and explain what's going on. And Casey says he doesn't understand why Max pulled him in the first place. Because they never really talk. This is regarding, you know, whatever Max said about Jesse. Yes. Um, Casey also says that the word fake hasn't been used, but maybe, but he does say that maybe she put on an act, which I don't think is that different than calling uh, her fake. It isn't. It's the same thing. <laughs> um, and Casey says that every, that whole conversation from Max and all of that information, he says it has nothing to do with him, which isn't true. It's simply not because I don't think that Max would have brought that to him if he didn't know that Casey already held the opinion that Jesse, you know, quote unquote, wasn't genuine or is putting on an well, act. Sure, but in Casey's defense, one, he said everything he needed to say to to Jesse's face. Yeah. And two, and- he wasn't going around the villa talking about how fake she is. Casey wasn't? Yeah. Yes, he was. No, he wasn't. 
He said it to Tom and Sammy when I screamed for him to not say it. He even said it back to Max in that chat. And he said it to Max and Ron already earlier. When? What? Casey was definitely going around saying it. The little nuggets, those nuggets, they started with Casey. 100%. All right. <laughs> um, so I don't really like how he kind of like jerks off the responsibility of like starting this train. I you know what like I mean? <laughs> what? I kind of like it. <laughs> Well, I mean, here, I mean, that's because you like Casey and I like Casey, too, but I don't think it makes him exempt from because like my whole thing with Casey last episode or the last our last episode was that I didn't think he had done anything wrong in like his conversation with Jesse. I didn't think he did anything wrong in the situation with Claudia, but I was like, if he only hadn't started the whole maybe Jesse isn't genuine thing, like I would have been like. He was shit free, but he's got a little poo-poo on him. I guess. <clears throat> but he also, to his fairness, again, maybe I'm just playing devil's advocate here. Mm-hmm. He told both Jesse and Will how he felt, like, before he told anyone else. Mm-hmm. Like, he told Jesse how he felt during that conversation. Yeah, well, he told her And that- then he immediately told Will that she's... Why is she doing this? This is ridiculous. She's yeah. being involved when she doesn't need to be. Yeah, absolutely. Regarding the conversation and her involvement there, but not necessarily her not being genuine or her being fake or whatever. That wasn't brought up until... Because I think he started getting more and more heated about it when like they were talking up in bed and they said his name and like and everything. And I... Again, I just think he started... He started something that he... Wasn't interested in finishing, to be quite honest, but something that he wasn't prepared to finish. Um, but at this point, Casey says that when Will asks, he does say that he thinks Jesse is genuine. And he says last night he felt differently, but that they've squashed it. And I do believe that after talking to Jesse and after calming down from all of like the drama from the night before, I do believe that they've squashed it. And I do believe that he feels differently now. Um, and Will and Casey end the chat and they're 100% fine. But I do think that Casey got off a little bit easy here, to be fair. Um, I think that he did start all this and I think it's, I don't think people want to believe it of Casey in there that he started this. It's way easier to believe that Max and Liv did start it because honestly, I mean, it's not like they wouldn't, they just didn't. I think... I just have a hard time saying that Casey started it. And I'll tell you why. Go on. Being angry Mm -hmm. about being confronted over bullshit and talking about that is not starting something. You mean like Jesse started it? Well, Jesse started their argument, but she didn't start that rumor. She didn't make Casey start a rumor. It's not a rumor. If everyone felt it. Yeah, I don't know. It's not a rumor. Just because you're addressing... I don't think everyone did. Uh, apparently, everyone felt it. Well, that's what Since Liv movie says. Night. Since movie night, the girls have been talking. This is how they all feel. Mm. Since movie night, they're like, ooh, she's acting a little bit. And because Casey got 
confronted on a bad night and was saying like this is bullshit i don't know why she's doing this this is sketchy and everyone's like yeah it is sketchy and i felt like she's been sketchy for a while that's That's not not him starting it but that's not how it went either he wasn't like he wasn't like this is sketchy and then other people were like yeah right because she is like that he said this has made me think that jesse isn't genuine and people were like i've been feeling that since movie night yeah i know but all i'm saying is like (laughs) so that's not him starting it but he's the one who, well, I mean, I'm not saying that he didn't he didn't start the thought in their mind, but he's the first one who voiced it. And then after that, it just started rolling. Right, of course he voiced it because she confronted him over bullshit. That's, I, I'm I, not saying that he wasn't, that it. I feel like you're saying like it's, it's some like clandestine like. Uh, no. Oh, he started the bug that, that exploded into oh this. Oh my God, no. That's literally what you just said. That's the most dramatic. <laughs> That's the most dramatic way of looking at it ever. All I'm saying is, you know, if they want to talk about who who started it, I'm not. Listen, Jesse's actions are Jesse's actions. I don't blame Casey for her looking a certain way. All I'm saying is that in his being upset from what from the way that Jesse started that argument, in my opinion, um, I think that just uh, that uh Casey voicing that he thinks because of that Jesse's not genuine I'm just saying that's where like all of the whispers got louder I'm he's not responsible for everyone's opinion right but he's also not responsible for anything oh. <laughs> you know what I mean <laughs> no in this, in this situation <laughs> I mean like cuz I don't know cuz you're like oh he got off too easy uh, well I think so because you know Will is, I guess, like, Will is mad at Maxwell and Liv. Like, they are, they are, everyone at this point in this night is, like, they are the ones who started this. Because Casey has been upfront about how he's felt. But not. They have not. I don't think that they Especially because they've been harboring this since movie night. I don't know. Which, I don't think we're going to agree. That's what I don't, they said. I don't think we're going to agree. Casey got confronted, said, this feels sketchy this feels ungenuine and then he said that immediately to, after feeling that not immediately he said that to a lot of people that were not jesse or will sure but he called jesse out during the conversation and then right after the conversation but he called her out and said like why are you getting involved he didn't say like this is weird what are your motives like this makes sure, you look not genuine it's, it's it's a logical extension of that <laughs> you know what i mean to you i don't think it was to her even I don't think she got the idea from this that he thought that she wasn't genuine. I think she thought, like, he's prickly. We're having an argument. I don't think she was like, he thinks I'm not genuine because of this. I I don't know. But but it doesn't matter. Whatever it was, <laughs> whether if it's being not genuine or if it's, like, being involved in things you don't need to be involved in. I don't know. I feel like we have to move on. We yeah, simply no, have to. I agree. I was trying to say that we're not going to agree. It's fine. Um, So Rosie and Casey go up to the terrace and they're all cuddled up. And Casey says that since she came came in, he hasn't been able to keep his eyes off her. He thinks she's gorgeous. There's like, they both say that there's like a real spark there. And another thing. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And they, he says that he hasn't felt like that since he came in there. And they kiss up on the terrace. And <laughs> Casey then comes down from the terrace. 
goes over to the daybeds where he jumps on top of Tom and gives him a kiss. He's a, I told they you. are boyfriends. He likes kissing multiple people. They are boyfriends. Mm-hmm. I love it. <laughs> um, Jesse and Will chat. They kind of go over the drama. They say that they love each other. They, um, It's them against the world. Kind of. I mean, for the most part, I feel like they feel like they have the support, but they do say that they have... Lost trust for some Islanders like Shaq and like Liv. Because I don't Shaq, remember what Shaq did. Shaq just also, when everyone was talking on the daybed, Shaq just also like, I think he was also like, yeah, because of moving. Like he just like voiced his opinion mm-hmm. and they didn't like the opinion. Like the same way that like Liv voiced her opinion. And they didn't like the opinion. Right. I, would, I mean, like I can, I get that they could say like. On Liv, they could be like, well, you were talking about that behind her back. That looks shady. I don't think Shaq was. We never saw Shaq talk about this until this moment. Mm-hmm. I don't even know when he became privy to the drama. <laughs> Who knows? Um, and then at bedtime, we see uh, Rosie pop a pimple on Keenan's head. That's the grossest thing I can even think of. Um, and for a second, I actually started to have like a conspiracy <laughs> Because for a second, I could have sworn that Shaq and Tanya were back in the upstairs bedroom. I like saw them when they gave like a wide view of the room. I could have sworn I saw them in a bed. And so I even wrote Shaq and Tanya are back upstairs. How did that happen? And then I see them wake up downstairs. So I'm like, okay. But during bed, they were licking each other outside of the mouth. Oh, see that? God. Yeah. They're licking tongues out of the mouth. Uh, Casey and Rosie have some spicy kisses in bed. And Casey kind of does a weird thing with his tongue, too. And his tongue looks so long. Yeah, he licks her nose or something. It's a lot, but he doesn't even move. He doesn't even have to, like, move his head to get any closer to her. He just sticks his tongue mm-hmm. out. It's so crazy. Um, and in the morning, we see some very separate debriefs. We see Jesse has her debrief with Claudia and Sammy, of course. And Liv has hers with only Lana. Yeah, there's like, yeah, a lot of different. Where Tanya, Sanam, Rosie are, I have no idea. But this is like kind of the divide that we're seeing right away is kind of like uh, Jesse's crew and then uh, lives, which is really just Lana. Um, And then Casey is asking the boys in their debrief if he if they think he should tell Claudia that he had a kiss with Rosie last night, which to me felt crazy. Yeah. like, Like, why would you? Uh, because they also had a ch- last night was the night where they had a chat where they where Claudia was like good she was like we're friends like I want to just get back to being like good with you like they were fine right seemingly um so I'm like well why if they're just if they're getting back to being friends again and that was Claudia's intention that's what she wanted to do I mean like why would he coddle her and have to be like oh just so you know I had a kiss and Will says. Oh, I would just to be respectful. And Kai is like, how is that respectful? Mm-hmm. Uh, and don't get me wrong. It's not disrespectful to say it, but like, how is it respectful to? I don't know. I feel like it kind of. It seems it's, it would, it's weird. It's, it's weird. Weird to be like, just so you know. <laughs> and then Casey goes over to ask Sammy because like Sammy is Claudia's best friend and mm-hmm. he's also close with Sammy. So it feels like a safe person for right. him to ask this. So he asks Sammy. If he should tell Claudia and she says, um, no, she's like, what? No, it'd be weird if you did like, and that seems, and he's like, okay, fine. Yeah. That that seems like the right answer. And to be fair uh again to Casey, (laughs) because I just feel like Casey has to be the villain right now. 
I, he I just never to make sure offered, you know I don't feel that way. I know. I know okay. you don't. He never offered the information that he kissed. Right. Fucking what's his nuts. Keenan asked if they, they just kissed. And he goes, yeah. Mm-hmm. So he wasn't trying to rub it in anyone's face. No. He wasn't trying to mark his fucking territory. Oh, my God. We'll, okay. We'll, we'll get, get to, to it. <laughs> we see Liv and Jesse have a chat. And Liv says that Jesse had people coming to her with the wrong information. Oh, and- whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. Oh, I'm sorry. I missed the note. Oh, go on. Uh, back in the night when Casey was on the terrace. With Rosie? With Rosie. Mm-hmm. Keenan was downstairs talking to some boys. <laughs> And this is where I start to see some cracks. With Keenan? <clears throat> mm-hmm. Go on. Because uh, he he says, I told Rosie how I feel. Mm-hmm. And whoever he was talking to, I didn't write down, was like, how'd she react? Mm-hmm. And he goes, well, she laughed. Well, she giggled. Yeah. And I was like, you, you're, he's coping right now. He's trying to he's spin it. He's rewriting history. <laughs> yes. He went from she laughed in my face to she giggled demurely. Like. Yeah. No, I, rem- I remember that, too. Okay. Kind of sussy. Yeah. Planting <laughs> seeds. <laughs> um, so Liv and Jesse have a chat. Liv says that Jesse had people coming to her with the wrong information because she never said she was fake. And Jesse then tells her that if she has that opinion on her, that it's fine. Because she is here doing what she's doing and she's here for Will and she's working on that relationship. Um, and they hug at the end of the chat and it's fine. Um, seemingly. I think Jesse is having this conversation to like smooth things over because she doesn't want the animosity. But I don't think she has like any trust or like wants to be like close to live anymore. Mm-hmm. I think she's pretty much done. Yeah, I would imagine so. But I think those on-site counselors are probably like you got to wrap it up in a pretty nice bow like mm-hmm. we can't have we can't have people bullying people forget casey <laughs> i know listen i have the hots for casey and i think that he can do wrong so i just want to put that out there and i you know what i even think that he has um and then Shaq where no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Shaq gets a text that they're going to the island beach club and everyone gets so excited, which is crazy because someone is always dumped from the fucking beach club and it's always hella messy there. So I, if I was an Islander and I, they were like, we're going to the beach club, I'd be like, fuck. fuck. But they're all like, yeah, beach Also, it's club. just another pool. Yeah, it's just another villa. This one has some sand and like beach chairs. That's like a nice little river. That was kind of cute. Yeah, yeah. It did have a nice little river. And then they all get dressed up to leave and we head to the club. Where we are all fam. <laughs> Did you watch Broad City? Uh, some of it. Oh, I loved Broad City. It's good. Mm-hmm. I actually didn't. Wa- I didn't watch last season though. I always mean to, but I don't know. Anyways, um, so the next section is all uh, at the beach club during the day, which turns into the night, um, and of course, like any other night, we get a slowed down dancing montage. And Keenan chats. God, I'm so annoyed with Keenan at the fucking beach mm-hmm. club. So annoyed. So Keenan chats with Claudia to ask for advice. So he says he tells her how he took Rosie onto the terrace and explained how he felt. And then he brings up that Casey and Rosie share a kiss on the terrace where Claudia then says that she feels like a, a stab to the heart. And then she's like, she's trying to like, I don't know. I think she's still trying to like give advice at this point. 
And she's like, as someone who loved, I mean, liked Casey. And I'm like, like, I don't know where that came from. (laughs) I do. It's painfully obvious. Um, And she says that it seems like because Casey kissed Rosie after Kenan's declaration, she's like, it seems like he was really rushing to kiss her to make sure he marked his territory. Just, right, like he was threatened by Keenan. Yeah. And then motherfucking Keenan tells Claudia that last night um, Rosie and Casey were getting frisky in bed with kissing and stuff. And Claudia is, you watch her like morph right back into the Claudia from before her and Casey smooth things over. Mm-hmm. She's like, she's shocked. She's way back on the defensive and now says, that Casey is playing with people's feelings. She's like, cause there are people in here who are looking for love and like looking for something real. And he's being disrespectful. Maybe he's doing this exact same thing. Maybe he's uh, like, and maybe he was more respectful than anyone's ever been in the villa. And Keenan is just like egging her on. Like, I don't know what the fuck the whole time. It was like very much main character syndrome from those two. Yeah. Like the only reason Casey and Rosie are there is for for them Mm -hmm. and they're not allowed to have their own Love Island experience. Yeah. I mean, it was like genuinely like shocking that they didn't realize that like they're doing again, hypocritical shit. They're doing exactly what they're accusing them of, like playing with their emotions. Claudia has never looked more like a spoiled only child Nepo baby, like never has she looked like more of a spoiled brat? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm so over Claudia at this point. Me too. I'm quite honestly sick of it. I'm so annoyed. It's so gross. Yeah, and Keenan just feels like he has, quote unquote, lost to Casey. So, like, he's just... He You're knows, never playing, babe. He knows that if he winds Claudia up, that she's going to go off. And that she'll have the support of everyone because everyone is still on the poor Claudia train. I don't get it. (laughs) So Claudia then comes over to Casey and Rosie and decides to air her feelings out in front of everyone. She doesn't pull Casey. She doesn't do anything. She just she says that she finds out that they that they kissed and that they got frisky in bed. And she says that they disrespected Keenan because Keenan says that he likes Rosie and that Casey has just decided to mark his territory and do what he wants and that he doesn't care about anybody else's feelings. Which is so fucking honestly disrespectful to Rosie. I was going to say, Rosie is sitting right there who also... Is she a piece of fucking meat for these boys to fight over? She's a human being with with feelings and desires too, <laughs> dumb bitch. She made the choice to kiss Casey because she wanted to. She made the choice to get quote-unquote frisky. It wasn't a one-sided I bet neither choice. of them were thinking about Keenan. I guarantee you neither of them were thinking about Keenan. How about that? Like, it is. It's so just... Dis- and I mean, like... For someone who anytime like she's mad at Casey will then like immediately go, oh, but Rosie, not your fault. Mm -hmm. Like she doesn't even like look at Rosie or say anything to her in any of this. Like, again, like you like you said, she's just like a pawn or like a piece of meat. And Mm -hmm. like for someone who wants to label herself a boss bitch, that wasn't very boss bitch of you. Mm. I mean, (laughs) I've had some bosses that only care about themselves. Actually, me too. More than... <laughs> so, that's kind than... of like a boss bitch. <laughs> um, but, I mean, 
Rosie said she wanted to kiss Casey. She even told Keenan that she was focusing on Casey. So, like, this narrative that Rosie or Casey owns, like, owe something to Keenan is crazy. She's using Keenan as a standard, so she doesn't yeah. sound like an idiot. And she, like, won't let Casey talk almost at all. Mm-hmm. Like, she's just, like, barreling over it. Eventually, he does say that he asked Sammy if he should tell her or not about the kiss. And Claudia just like barrels through and is like, well, Sammy's not like Sammy's not my mouthpiece. Like, I'm not Sammy. If you want to say something, say it to me. Don't say it to Sammy. <clears throat> and he said that he would be fucked pretty much no matter what he did, which is just a hundred. Mm-hmm. What is he never allowed to date anyone else? Yeah. She's like, just keeps going on about how it's been three days. It's been three days. Cool. You dated him for twice that long. What is the rule of thumb? Like. It takes you one month for every year to get over a breakup. Well, guess what? It takes one day for every week you've been together. You've been together for two weeks, and three days of that was fucking Casa more when he was, sucked two dicks. Yeah. So. <laughs> I was going to say, I mean, like. How long, how long does he fucking need to not kiss a girl? Yeah. She's just right back to how she felt the first night Rosie got there. She's pissed. She's feeling pushed aside. She says that she was always just a convenience to him. Which he says, he you know, he has to like try. He's trying to speak up for himself in between all this. He's like, that isn't true. I'm sorry you feel that way. He has and he he's able to say since the beginning, he has said that if something special, it would have to take something really special to come in and turn his head. And he's like, and something special did come in. Like he's like, I'm like, I know it feels bad, but like, sorry. Yeah. And he's she insists that he has gone about this very disrespectfully which is so just... crazy i've never seen it done more respectful on this show <laughs> i know have you watched no other season of this fucking show i know have you not even watched this season of the show <laughs> um claudia eventually leaves um and rosie then says that she would rather him have not talked about it because she didn't want Claudia to get upset and mm-hmm. she didn't want like pretty much that exact thing to happen. And he goes, well, it happened now, didn't it? <laughs> He's like, great advice. I didn't take it. So, I mean, it is what it is. What can you do now? Right. <clears throat> um, and then the girls are all talking about how all the boys knew about the kiss and they're like, oh, and Claudia comes over or Sammy comes over and they're like, oh, we were just talking about the bad judgment on the boys because they all knew. And Sammy's like, well, I knew and I told him not to tell her. And they're all kind of like, ooh, oh, like, I can't believe them. There's like, who would want to know that? Who would want to know? And also, there's nothing. He's literally in a couple with her, isn't he? Yeah. So like. What is the issue? He's closed the door with you. He's waited an appropriate amount of time to show any sort of physical affection. And then... And you have even had the conversation with him where you're like, I want to get back to being friends. Like, mm-hmm. I want us well, to guess be okay. What? Friends are okay with friends kissing other people. Truly. <laughs> Would you be mad? Would I be mad at what? If I kissed another person? I hope you do. <laughs> you're not even mad when I kissed your husband. No, I would never get mad at you kissing my husband. It's because I kissed him before you did. I hope one day you you won't get mad about me kissing your wife. (laughs) (laughs) How does that make you feel that I've kissed your husband before you? Oh, before me? Mm -hmm. Fine. 
And I'll kiss, I feel nothing. And I'll kiss him after you too. I'm sure you. <laughs> I feel nothing. <clears throat> and so all the girls are still thinking apparently that it was the right thing to do for Casey to tell Claudia about the kiss. And Sammy is like, I'm sorry. I've talked to Claudia. She does not want to be in a triangle anymore. And she doesn't want to be involved. And she has said to me that she does not want to know what they are doing. And then Jesse tells her, God, Jesse is so, I'm sorry. Jesse is so annoying. She just, uh, she says to Sammy, you're a smart girl and I back you. Even mm-hmm. though I think if Sammy hadn't come over and said that she said it that way and said those things, I think Jesse still would have been backing the other girls saying it was a bad idea. Yeah. And they're all saying that Casey needs to be a man and own up to his actions. Like, I can't imagine what the fuck more he's supposed to do. What? How? When did he not own up to it? And what why? is he not owning up to? <laughs> you're just saying words because you're mad. But that literally does not make any sense. What has he never owned up to? Yeah. Um, Claudia comes over then and Sammy uh, says to her that she did, in fact, tell Casey not to tell her. And she says, like, you don't need to know everything that they do. And this is where Jesse, of course, pushes through and just says, she says to Claudia, what you did over there, that is a boss bitch. And I want to throw fucking hands right now because I cannot deal. Starring Alec Baldwin. And then Jesse says that Casey has shown them all that he is a piece of shit. And that is so fucking unfair. It's crazy. It's so crazy. And she, of course, she whispered it because he's five feet behind her. But did you look at Liv at all when this blow up was happening? No. Why? You should have. Why? She's the, the best face. In the <laughs> A wry smile as <laughs> Claudia is standing right there screaming at Casey. She's just like. <laughs> that Liv look. That mm-hmm. classic Liv look. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I just can't. The audacity of Jesse to call Casey a piece of shit in this moment. It's like, what has he done wrong? In their minds, what has he done wrong? That he kissed someone and didn't tell Claudia. It's That's... not even about telling her, I think. It's like, I literally just think that he's over Claudia. That and is the issue. I don't think at there. I don't think that there's anything. I mean, I know that there's nothing that he could do to uh, make Claudia feel differently. But I don't think there's anything that he could do now or through the end of the show to have Jesse have a different opinion of him. Like she's, she's done with him. And I, I just, I don't, I think that that's an opinion that she honestly holds. And I, I think that she would hold that opinion, whether Claudia was together with him still or not. I don't know. Yeah. But then we get a Kai and Sanam chat. Yay. <laughs> and it's cute. Kai says that they've been together in the villa like every day since like they met. He's like, we've just been together every single day. And he's like, and I'm not, I'm not bored. And I just think that's so sweet. Uh, they're both just talking about how much they love spending time together. They gush about how well they get on. Kai says that his eyes aren't going in any other direction. And he wants to be fully exclusive and Sanam reciprocates. So now they're exclusive, which is that's just the same as dating. Mm-hmm. So they're dating. Good for them. I've decided. Um, Casey talks to some of the boys and chats about pretty much what Claudia spewed at him. And 
Tom says that he thinks he's like, oh, I think it's just because of how much she liked you. And it's like, duh, that doesn't make it fucking okay, though, Tom. Like, we get that she liked him. Like, we understand that, that she still likes him, truthfully. I like Um, meatball. You don't see me kicking him in the ribs because I like him so much. (laughs) That'd still be a bad thing to do. Yeah, I would. It's okay, meatball. You don't um, see me do it because I do it in secret. <laughs> Will says that there is really no way that he can win and there is no right way at this point to go about things, which is true. And Shaq says that Casey should just focus on doing what is best for him and having no regrets in the villa, which is a lot easier said than done when you try to do that and then you get screamed at. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, it's not bad advice, but like, it's not realistic. He's not able to do that. Right. He's just proven that he can't do that. Um, and I just feel so shitty for Casey. He was having an okay half day and then he just got pummeled by Claudia and her emotions mm-hmm. and the hive mind, which has now reformed. Yeah. It's back. What, what was once fractured has now formed <laughs> stronger than ever. <laughs> by nothing but pure delusion. Mm-hmm. Um, we see a live in Maxwell chat and it's boring. They talk about their feelings. Liv has this way of... Much like Narsil. You know what I mean? What? The the shards of Narsil have now reformed into... The shards of the Lurker crown like we're hunting ah. for. Ah. Not reformed yet, but Yours maybe is someday. much more niche of a reference than mine for the first time. Oh, it is? Why? What's your reference? Shards of Narsil. It's the sword from Lord of the Rings that shattered and then oh. reforged. Yeah, maybe mine is more niche. <laughs> Um, Liv has this way of chatting when she's trying to talk about her emotions, which she doesn't seem super in tune with that. Like she can't just like say what she's feeling. Like she says, she's kind of talking about how her feelings are deepening for Max and how like she feels like she might be fall. I think what she's trying to say is I'm falling for you. Like things are getting deeper for me. But what she says is she's in root to those three words and she has the feels that's what she says right i think what she was trying to say is i'm at that point of the show where i know i can't go any different because i don't believe her for a goddamn (laughs) second when it comes to max i don't believe her for a goddamn second yeah i agree but her trying to talk about her feelings is the cringiest fucking thing like just say like I'm falling for you. Just she can't. I mean, maybe it's because she knows it's not true. I don't know. Uh, but she's a fucking actress, is she not? I know. And the bitch hustles. So, like, I know she's gotten jobs. Like, she has to be able to say that with a straight face. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Max says that he is now closed off. He's not interested in giving anyone else the time of day. And he, who also can't just speak in a straight sentence about his feelings, say... He wants to move to the exclusive zone. He can't even say let's be exclusive. He says he has to move to the exclusive zone. Mm -hmm. The exclusive zone. If everyone is in it, then it's no longer exclusive. (laughs) (laughs) And now we get another slow motion dance party. But now it's nighttime. So it's dark. (laughs) And in comes Maya Jama to crash the party. She's so hot. She's so hot. 
And she has everyone line up in their couples. And she says that the public have been voting for the most compatible couples. And those with the fewest votes are at risk of being dumped. And we actually have four couples in the bottom. Which I thought was like kind of sketchy. Why? Well, I guess I didn't because I know I knew two people were going home or two mm-hmm. couples were going home. Yeah. But if I didn't already know that, I would have been like, oh, two, two couples are going home. I was so pissed off. I got spoiled for one uh. of these. And... I was on my own personal Instagram that I don't follow Love Island on because I don't want to be spoiled. Right. And on just my Instagram feed as I was scrolling, it showed me the Love Island hashtag Ugh. and it showed a meme that Ugh. was a spoiler. Ugh. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Because <laughs> usually I'll watch it like the next day. Mm-hmm. So, so the couples in the bottom uh, with the fewest votes are Liv and Max understandable actually all of these are understandable mm-hmm. Liv and max claudia and keenan right rosie and casey mm-hmm. tanya and shack <clears throat> and for the first time i really do understand why every single couple is in the bottom absolutely sometimes there's like that so one who that wasn't like, in the bottom uh ron and lana ron and lana kai and sanam which probably just fucking killed Liv. i know will and jesse and that's it right because there's seven people yeah yeah i think so um and she starts out with the couple with the least votes who gets dumped, which is Liv and Max. And I was like, oh, shit. I was convinced it was going to be. That's what I got Shaq spoiled for. I knew it was going to be. I knew it was Liv and Max. I was just so mad. I have to fix it. Uh, and also, literally, because, like, I always kind of had my doubts about Liv and Max. But I, like, got angry at that conversation that they just had about, like, I'm <laughs> heading to I'm uh, currently on the intersection of I-90 and I'm falling for you. And <laughs> in 15 minutes, I'm going to turn left on I'm thinking about it road. <laughs> like, I got really mad and I was like, she is so fake right now. She has no feelings for Max. Yeah. Um, And so, like, I was, like, felt very vindicated that immediately, <laughs> one, everyone else sees it. And two, mm-hmm. like, bye bye. Yeah, I don't think it's a contra. There are some controversial opinions in terms of like uh, the viewers of this show of who they like, who they root for. It doesn't seem controversial at all that everyone hates. Right. (laughs) She's so transparently fake. Mm -hmm. Uh, But she does say that she she's like not crushed about leaving. She's like, I'm going to miss, you know, I'm going to miss you all. But I found what I came here looking for. So we'll see how long that they last together on the outside. I bet they're already not speaking i think that they might already like break up i think they'll break up immediately but i think they might um like make it look like they're dating for a little while for the gram because i think it would work for both of them Mm -hmm. to do so and then maya says that live and max are not the only ones leaving and that two more will be dumped and the choice is up to live and max and i love that honestly kind of a fun twist i was like Okay, thank you for giving me one last thing with Liv. Like, I, I was, my Liv love has run its course, but this was just like a nice little cherry on it. I was like, Liv okay. love. Liv love laugh. And then, and then uh, this episode ends, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And they start the next episode by walking five feet away <laughs> and talking about their options. Yeah, so they talk through everyone. It seems like right away they're like, okay, Tanya and Shaq have fixed things. We're not considering them. So they're figuring if they're going to dump either one of the couples kai and uh or kai oh my god casey and rosie mm-hmm. or um keenan and claudia or if they're gonna like do one of each because they're like you know it seems like 
honestly, from the get go, I was like, Claudia and Keenan have to go. Right. And I will say this, except for <laughs> one point that Liv made, mm-hmm. I agreed with like everything she was saying. What was the point? And I, th- well, I think the point that she made was only because they're like, you have to like make it. Yeah. You know, you, you have, have to, to consider it, yeah. all options. The one point that she made was um, he jumped to Rosie really quick and they seem happy, but he jumped from Lana very quickly. So would that happen again? And I was like, that's not, not what that, happened. That's not what happened at all. But like, Lana I, didn't I, choose him. He didn't he didn't jump ship from Lana. Right. Lana threw him overboard. Right. Which, again, I think is just like a thing that. <laughs> she had to do but ever all the other points she was making was like perfect she's like well i mean claudia and keenan are just friends Mm -hmm. rosie and casey seem really good together like but maybe we do one and one to like rekindle but like that's just like that would be like a weird power play that honestly i kind of would (laughs) love if they got rid of keenan and rosie oh i would have been honestly i would have been so pissed i would have been pissed but i would have been like Casey does not need to be subjected to Claudia any further. Like no, and of course they end up getting rid of Claudia and Claudia. Good because I hated Keenan, and Claudia was needed to go home to daddy. (laughs) Yeah, Claudia new credit card. Claudia even says like I'm like I'm ready. Like when uh, Liv like apologizes. I need a nap. (laughs) Yeah, and I was like it's she is ready she needs to go this is not good for her anymore mm-hmm. she's not going to be looking any better and um it's just it's getting volatile so yes she yeah. absolutely needs to go <clears throat> so everyone says their goodbyes it's obvious that it's hitting kind of lana and sammy the most lana they're both losing their best friends um you know lana's losing live and um sammy's losing claudia so it's it's just sad, but Claudia hugs Casey and is so friendly towards him when she goes to leave. Yep. The whiplash is insane. And Kai hugs Liv and is smiling so big. <laughs> She's like, thank you for being a big part of my <laughs> journey. Yeah, I'll be honest. I'm okay with both of like with both of these couples leaving. Mm-hmm. They're losses that I can bear. There's part of me that will always appreciate Liv for the monster that she was in the villa. I think she was an important monster. I think it was time, though. <laughs> yeah, I think so, too. The The outward drama mm-hmm. era of this season has ended. Mm-hmm. And frankly, it gets to kind of like the dark stuff. <laughs> <laughs> this last episode, a little yeah. bit. The mental games have started. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> they go back to the villa. It's bedtime. Nothing of note really happens in the morning. Everyone is kind of reflecting on the night at the beach club. So they're kind of talking about everything. Kai and Sanam being exclusive. Claudia and Casey's fight, the dumpings, and just how strange it is to be in the villa without the people who were dumped. However, less people means that they no longer have to split the debriefs, which was nice. Because, or the bedrooms. Yes, everyone's back in There's one bedroom. even an empty bed. Uh-huh. Um, and honestly, throughout most of this day, we're just getting a ton of, like, the couples chatting and talking about the beach club, talking about their couple. So we see Kai and Sanam having a little breakfast and talking about how they feel. And it's kind of seemed like in this chat that, like, they were leaning towards, like, saying I love you soon. But Sanam is like... 
it's it's like that's such a big thing it's mm-hmm. soon it's scary for her she doesn't want to say something like that i think especially just she doesn't want to say something like that on tv and have it either not be reciprocated or not have it be like as meaningful as right. she wants it to be um shack is chatting to ron about how he was worried that tanya might be concerned about them being in the bottom um he however says he isn't concerned because he came in for her and that's all that matters later we find out that tanya is not stressing it in the slightest so of course he isn't concerned though because he knows the only reason that they were there was because of her yeah but it's funny because at one point tanya talking about this is like her god her mind i don't understand it she says something about how being in the bottom might have meant that the public wanted her to be with martin it's like, no, the public just didn't want you to be there because of, like, they didn't specifically want you with Martin. Also, I dislike Shaq almost equally at this point. <laughs> as much as Tanya? Only because the way he went up, like, the way he just took her back three times. You yeah, know I mean, mean? He, looks like a, he looks like a schlub for it. But, again, I think, I think Tanya is a master manipulator. And a gaslighter. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to not... Like, I understand that... Listen, those tactics are a thing because they work on people. And it's not like... I'm trying to not hold it against Shaq that it worked. You know what I mean? Like, I'm yeah. trying. But it's hard because I think he looks like an idiot. Mm-hmm. And it is what it is. <laughs> um, uh, we see Jesse and Will chat about everything from the night before. And they bring up the Casey and Claudia fight. And Jesse is so certain in this chat that Claudia was 100% in the right to say those things to Casey. And I'll be honest, I don't like that Will doesn't stick up for his boy, not even slightly. Like, I get that he loves Jesse, mm-hmm. but loving Jesse doesn't have to mean you, like, agreeing with her, agree at all with her about everything or, like, not stick up for your friend. I love Meatball. I don't agree with the fact that I'm... he licked raw, he just licked your Philadelphia cream cheese earlier. Yeah. I don't agree with that. I don't meatball. like that either. I don't like that you did that. We were dipping our baggies in it. <laughs> like if I was going off and bad mouthing you for something, I would hope that Josh would be like, would stick up for you. Wouldn't you hope that? I would. I would hope so. We do that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, I feel like it's probably the opposite situation. <laughs> Maybe. Love you, Josh. Just joking. <laughs> That's what this podcast is, actually. <laughs> it's, it's me me making mean jokes at Josh and you you saying stop. I don't mean any of them, Josh. I love you so much. But yeah, I don't know. I just don't like that Will doesn't stick up for... I mean, I know that he knows that Jesse hates... Hate, she hates Casey. Yeah. She does. But... I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it, maybe it's the right thing to do, like, because he can't change her mind. So maybe it's better that he doesn't say anything. I don't know. Um, While telling Lana that he will, under no circumstances, as long as he remembers, kiss her after she has eaten a banana, Ron gets a text that they're having a sports day. Mm, and I got flashes of, with banana and sports day. What was her name? <laughs> What? From the Australian one when she ate oh, the banana. Oh, Ma- Queen Maddie? Ooh, Queen Maddie. <laughs> I forgot about Oof. her and that banana. I, how could you? <laughs> I don't know. It didn't affect me the same way it affected Hump! you in that Gone. <laughs> 
Kai is very confident as the PE teacher that he will win. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we find out for whatever reason that Tressie and Will are the team captains and the teams are as follows. Um, and they, you know, they do the thing where they each one picks one until there's nobody left. And Jesse's, which is the blue team, consists of her, Tom, Sammy, Kai, Tanya and Ron. That's the blue team. Uh, Will's team, which is the red team, is Casey, Lana, Shaq, Rosie. And I didn't like that Sanam was picked last. Uh, so am I correct in assuming that all of the couples are split up? No, they're um, Rosie and Casey are on one team together. Okay. Tom gotcha. and Sammy, too. OK. Um, so the first race is or the first game, rather, is a race on a bouncing exercise ball. And the blue team takes it easy because both Lana and Sanam fall off the ball at one point mm-hmm. on the red team. So I was like, this is so stupid. Why are they doing this? And then I saw it and I was like, new search title. <laughs> oh, my God. Did you did you develop a balloon fetish? I don't know. <laughs> I guess we'll see what's popping. It was really because like all of <laughs> I just got thank them. You, thank you. <laughs> Sometimes it takes me a minute. <laughs> Watching all of these very tall boys that we have mm-hmm. these season try to bounce on those balls was very funny. Kai and Tom in particular with their long legs trying to like scrunch up and bounce on that ball was mm-hmm. hilarious. Um, the next game is your classic egg and spoon race. And there are fouls aplenty here because lots of people, not just the red team, which mm-hmm. does end up winning. They both cheat. They both end up cheating and uh, like cradling the spoon with the other hand at one point or touching the spoon mm-hmm. or touching the egg with their hand, whatever. But red team does take it, though. Blue team calls a lot of fouls for eventually doing the same thing. <laughs> That's true. Um, the third game is a water balloon race where they're in a line. There's water balloons on one end and they have to get it to the other end, but they can't use their hands. So, you know, they use their mouths and tits, uh, tits and uh, elbows kind of. It seems like the easiest thing to do here would have been just all mouths, but they don't do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, at this point, Rachel was like, <laughs> Jesse's boobs are like unrealistic yeah they're not even like kind of fake they're like (laughs) fake yeah (laughs) i agree (laughs) uh the blue team ends up winning the water balloon race um the fourth round is an inflatables race in the pool so they get on like an inflatable surfboard type thing they have to like paddle to one end and then back Mm -hmm. um and Red starts out just cheating <laughs> by pulling Sanam from outside the pool along the way. But again, Blue, who calls foul on this, does also eventually do this. But to be fair, they do it to Sammy, who we all know cannot swim. Uh, that's true. I didn't even think about that. We do know that Sammy can't swim. But no, didn't somebody gave her a swimming lesson? Was it Tom? I think it was Tom. And we found out that she can swim just fucking fine. She well, swam just fine. I watched her. <laughs> okay, don't get offended. I'm just making sure. No, no. I just like I just thought about it. And I'm like, I feel I remember it. And Tom was like, "You're swimming." 
<laughs> he's like, oh, why? Why would you say she probably just means she can't? She's not like confident in yeah. her swimming, especially in deep water, which like right. I don't blame her. Yeah, pool swimming is a little different. <laughs> but that's true. Sammy is the one who is very vocal about not being a good swimmer, so maybe it makes more sense that they pulled her along. Um, uh, so Red does end up winning, however, and again, Red did start out cheating, but I think they were allowed to win because Blue did end up cheating at one point too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was like a weird like pause between games sometimes where I think the producers are like, are we going to allow this? Yeah. And they're like, actually, it would be better if we did for the show. (laughs) Because the next round is the tiebreaker because it's uh, two and two. So it's uh, the team captains, Will and Jesse, have to do a beanbag toss. Just They have to toss the beanbag to get closest to this red heart that's on the ground. What's the game with the beanbags? Um cornhole yeah so it's like cornhole but there's or no bags hole. as they call it in the midwest okay we're not there so i'll go cornhole but there's no hole it's just a heart corn heart heart hole heart hole <laughs> um i'm gonna throw my bag in your heart hole. <laughs> um red team wins the tiebreaker round and they win sports day and that's the worst thing that could have happened honestly <laughs> yeah it, it gets it gets to be a bit of a thing yeah so at nighttime, the uh, there they, con- they win the smallest trophy I've ever seen. Yeah, and there continues to be more teasing about the game and smack talking, and eventually, just at the beginning, Tom gets a little snappy about it, and he's sick of it. Specifically to Will, they're in the bedroom, and he's just kind of like over it. Mm-hmm. And I did kind of wonder if Tom would be a sore loser, and I think that's how I think like this is evidence of him being a little bit of a sore loser, but it becomes something much more fucking obnoxious. Yeah, <laughs> but I think it starts out as like just like I don't know, just like a little bit like too much tongue in cheek fun, right? From Will, um, and it I I would even even say I would even even say that Tom was a little bit dramatic. But um, I'd snap at Will way more if I was in there with him because Will's uh, annoying. Yeah, Will's cheekiness has run dry for me. I'm a little, I'm a little bit sick of it, and I'm not even in there with him. So, um, <clears throat> so they could. Everyone continues. Honestly, everyone continues to be a bad sport, even after the toast, which is all about uh, how the blue team are losers. Um, and Tom is sitting with Sammy after the toast and he's just like sick of the jokes will and casey are continuing to be over the top with it and they even say that like like this is their plan for the whole night is pretty much to be annoying about tom being a loser yeah they noticed that he overreacted and they're like perfect yeah we're gonna do this until he punches one of us i'm assuming yeah they're like they say until he bites and like if if that's bitten babes yeah but also like it's how Tom doesn't like he's not a super emotional guy. I would venture to say he he doesn't react almost at all to anything. So his biting was still so like low, mm-hmm. like energy wise. That, like how satisfying could it be to make him bite? Right. Um, but they do say that that's their plan for the night. And honestly, it's like it's that like you mad bro energy. Mm-hmm. And you know who does this? You'll have to bleep it. You know who does this? And it pisses me the fuck off. Who? I licked her tit or whatever. <laughs> the energy of it is so annoying when he does it. Uh-huh. And it reminded me of him just watching this. Yeah, I I, I, I say this a lot. I've probably sh- I've said this on the podcast before. 
But like, I was always an emotional kid. Uh, if you couldn't tell, <laughs> uh, and Joe was always very good at pushing my buttons. Your brother, my brother, was always very good at pushing my buttons, just so I would overreact, <laughs> and then he could be like, "Why are you yelling?" Yeah, and that would always make me way more angry. Because I knew exactly what he was doing, but I just had trouble, you know, controlling my emotions. Lana and Tanya are chatting and about like Liv being gone. And I didn't realize until they started saying it that they're the only two OG girls left. Who? Uh, Lana, Lana and Tanya. Wow. I know. Usually OGs make it. Like usually you have like more of How them many towards OG like the boys last are week. There? Shaq and Ron. And- Shaq, Ron. Maybe that's it, too. Is that it? Because we've got... Will. Oh, yeah. Three boys, two girls left. Because Tom was an early bombshell. Tom was an early bombshell. And Casey was a late bombshell. Mm-hmm. Well, he was like middle of the road. Middle road, yeah. I don't know. It just surprised me, though. I didn't even realize that we were like... I would I would not be surprised if we went to the finals with only one OG couple. With yeah. one OG like girl. I mean, they're both together. There is only like, one OG couple. No, Tanya and Shaq and Lana and Ron. I just don't think Tanya and Shaq are going to make it to the finals. I guess Lana and Ron count. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they that's true. They coupled up the first day and then it went all haywire from yeah. there. But I would say, I mean, up until a couple of weeks ago, they were like not even together the whole season. Only officially, but they mm-hmm. still were always kind of like. Uh, well, they won't think. Yeah, up. Ron. They're kinda... probably going to win, huh? Mm, I don't think I don't know. They're Kai not... and Snap. Kai and Snap. Kai and Snap. Kai. No, four times. Oh fuck! I'm sorry. <laughs> We've literally discussed was, this before. I, it's been a while. I was so certain it was three that I was even like. No, because it's three with everyone. Uh-huh. If you do it four, it's three with everyone. You know what I mean? Because if you start oh, it, it's right. one, and then yeah. there's three more with no, everyone. No, you're right. I fucked up. We've discussed this before, guys. If you're wondering, we're 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 a chanty we're a chanty bunch. <laughs> we are. So, Love a good uh, chant. We have chant rules. <laughs> Fuck, that was my fault. <laughs> yeah. So the next thing is the winding up of Tom and, and Sammy now continues, and <clears throat> it's all a bit much. The way that Shaq starts to try to get tom to bite is honestly not cool like it's like it's it's not funny anymore like the way that shaq tries he took it way too hard for like no fucking reason seemingly because tom is just sitting there tom is sitting there on the bed and he's just like shaq stop bro like i'm asking Mm. you to i'm asking i'm telling you to stop and shaq's just like oh what are you gonna do what are you fucking baby i know it's so annoying. It's like when you're hanging around like your one friend, like gentle ribbing. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's why your parents split up. <laughs> and you're like, whoa, dude, <laughs> you misread this. Yeah, it um, it just gets a little bit. T- Shaq just takes it too far for no reason. Mm-hmm. But then Shaq goes and sits with Tanya. And listen, I don't like Tanya, but I'm glad that she tells Shaq that he was being petty. Um, She's like, you've had your fun. You're being petty. Mm-hmm. And... Episode 47 starts as Tanya is telling Shaq that he should really apologize and that he is pushing it way too much. Thank you, Tanya. Yeah. Can we agree? Yes. Thank you, Tanya. Okay. You'll never fucking hear it from me again. <laughs> so Shaq goes back over to Tom and he says that he uh, took it too far and that he loves him. So it's squashed. I will say this, though. We mm-hmm. do. S- that's some growth from Shaq. Yeah. Old Shaq would have been like, 
You fucking disrespected me for coming to my big night. <laughs> well, there was nothing that. There's no way Shaq could say that Tom disrespected him. And, or are you talking no, about Tanya? Tanya. Oh, yeah, Tanya. Yeah. Well, she said it in private. That was his whole mm. thing before. She had said it amongst others. True. My God. My God. <laughs> and then we see that Shaq says that he would love to start calling Ron Ronnie. And Ron is like, I'd rather you didn't. <laughs> it made me laugh. <laughs> and then Shaq gets a text that the hideaway is open. And it's Kai and Sadam's turn. Let's go. And wow, everyone is getting a trip to the hideaway this season. Good. It's kind of crazy. I don't feel like, I feel like in seasons past, you don't see every single couple get a turn in the hideaway. Like I bet Casey and Rose, how how many more seasons, or two two weeks, right? I think, yeah. I think eight, we have two more weeks? weeks left. I saw them tease something on the Instagram about the baby challenge coming soon. And that's usually in the final week. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. I don't know. I think we have another maybe two weeks left. Mm -hmm. Maybe not even a full two weeks. I don't know. Oh, my God. What are we going to do next? I don't know. We'll get there. We'll probably take at least a week break. (laughs) Please. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Yeah. uh, It turns out watching something six days a week and recording two, it really burns you out towards the Mm -hmm. end. (laughs) Um. So the way that Kai gets dressed up for the hideaway is uh, so absurd. I love it. He's wearing like a weird like printed vest and these like cheetah hot pants and these rhinestone sunglasses. Mm-hmm. He's wearing, yeah, an orange like Vans long sleeve shirt. Oh, yeah, yeah. With, with a denim vest with like a Picasso painting on the back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah like you said, cheetah hot print or cheetah hot pants. Honestly, a look. Meanwhile, Sanam has... I was going to say... Sanam just picks out another bathing suit. Yeah, it's just a bathing suit. I was like, it wasn't even like... Not that it has to be lingerie, but it's just another bathing suit. But it is cute. He carries her to the hideaway, which I thought was cute. And Kai immediately handcuffs himself to Sanam, which I thought was funny because I'm like... When You're I not thought, going anywhere. <laughs> like a buddy cop film. Yeah. He doesn't, like, he doesn't start out doing anything sexy. He just... Uh, he handcuffs them together. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty funny. Um, and then outside of the hideaway, we see a chat between Will and Jesse dancing around the idea of becoming boyfriend and girlfriend. You love each other. You love each other. What? What on earth? Like, you can't commit to calling each other boyfriend and girlfriend? It's way not a big deal. It's way less of a deal than what you've already that. done. Yeah. Then we go back to the hideaway. Um, Sanam tries on some lingerie. Kai is like absolutely gassed. He's still in his little cheetah hot pants and his rhinestone sunglasses. He dons a mask at one point. I thought he was going to put the collar on, but he didn't. I don't think he knew it was a collar because he put one end of it on his wrist. Um, It was very confusing. Um, They play around with some chocolate body paint, and it seems like in general they have one hell of a time. It seems like they truly... Make the most out of their time. They were mixing lotion. <laughs> they were going all out, all out. Do you think that they had sex? It was very hard to tell. I don't know if they did. Mm, I don't think they did. I don't think that they did either. Um, and then in the morning, we see that Kai snuck back in a riding crop. Which was very funny. <laughs> He's like, this one's going home with me. <laughs> we see a lot of like random kind of nothing through this morning. We see... 
Will and Casey spend some time slapping their thighs um, at the girls, I think. It seems like they're doing it in their direction, but it's hard to tell. <laughs> yeah, I think they were like both like doing it, and then they realized they were both doing it, and yeah. then they just kind of spiraled. Which is funny, because they're doing this at the girls whilst Rosie is saying that she wants someone who's emotionally mature. <laughs> and... I mean, don't get me wrong. That doesn't mean he's emotionally mature or immature, but it's just the timing of it was interesting. And then Tanya begs Shaq to put her toe in his mouth. And then Tanya gets a text that it's time to play uh, the poll game where they get to rank themselves against the public's opinions of them, Mm -hmm. which honestly came too late, in my humble opinion. I think that this should have been done earlier because I always look forward to this, um, but... I don't know. Part of me thought this was too late. I don't know. So we'll start with um, the top three hottest couples. So they choose from um, from top to bottom. So from one to three, they put Tom and Sammy at the top, Casey Mm -hmm. and Rosie at two and Shaq and Tanya at three. I was honestly shocked that Ron and Lana were. I, I think Ron and Lana should have been up there. They are in the actual. They mm-hmm. are in the answers. I'm surprised they didn't put them up too, or Kai and Sanam. No, but the, what it ends up being. So they got Tom and Sammy right. They were in first. Obviously, they were in first. Yeah, um, Ron and Lana were actually in second. I agree with that. And Kai and Sanam were in third. I I don't know if I agree with that. Uh, Sanam's carrying Kai there. Yeah, hundred percent. No offense to Kai. The hey, boy's Kai, go goofy. Like, go like this. Just once, please. (laughs) Oh, why does he have stuff in his lip crease? He always looks like he does. So, yeah, I think that Sanam was very much carrying them to that. I agree. To that place. Um, Top three most intelligent. Um, So they put Kai and Sanam in first, which I I can't remember what Sanam does, but Kai's a teacher. So I think that that makes sense for the most part. Mm -hmm. Ron and Lana in second. Mm. What does Ron do again? Uh, he oh he's in like finance oh right and then Shaq and Tanya in third Tanya's a biomed student I guess like if they're going off of their outside jobs I guess right. I kind of get it I mean Shaq's just an not just Shaq's in, in like airport security so mm-hmm. so the the actual ranking was Kai and Sanam in first so they got that one right Will and Jesse in second which is and they're like oh okay interesting <laughs> uh, I mean. Maybe, but people are probably not going off just jobs like how I assume because, again, Will's a farmer. Jesse's uh, like a physical trainer. Mm-hmm. And number three was Tom and Sammy, which feels kind of crazy. I think that Sammy carried them there because Sammy comes off as a pretty intelligent person. I think Tom even said that. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. I think he did. <laughs> um, top three most argumentative. And this is where it starts getting a little sketchy, little dark. And I mean, it has to the point of this damn game mm-hmm. uh they put Shaq and tanya at number one they agree with that too yeah uh tom and sammy at number two which i was kind of surprised about that had, like, i guess i argument. didn't understand that mm-hmm. i don't think they did either but yeah and then jesse and will at number three which Makes i sense. yeah i mean if you're thinking about people in the couple who are argumentative i would say yes um, I don't see them argue very often, but um, the actual rankings were Shaq and Tanya at number one, so they were right about mm-hmm. that. 
Casey and Rosie at number two. They literally haven't had an argument. So I think people that must have been looking at it as the people in the couple being argumentative. Mm-hmm. Because they could look at Casey that way because of all the arguments he's had with Claudia. Although those have been very one-sided arguments. He has not argued back. Mm-hmm. He's barely defended himself in them, although he tries to. <clears throat> and Shaq and Tanya at number three. So they got Will and Jesse right, and they got Shaq and Tanya. But uh, the next one is top three worst dressed couples. Oof. Uh, they put Will and Jesse at number one, and I think they say simply because of Will. They put Sanam and Kai at number two, which I don't understand either. And then uh, Shaq and Tanya at number three. I don't know. I don't know. I have no sense of who's a good dresser or not in the villa. They're always wearing bathing suits. And they all share a closet. They all share a closet. <laughs> so, uh, With eBay any, clothes. Any, any, they only pick the guys who wore the pink. Who <laughs> <laughs> wore the pink jacket. Yeah. Um, and the actual rankings are Will and Jesse in number one. So they got that right. Uh, Casey and Rosie, who uh, were chosen for like everything that was slightly negative mm-hmm. at number two. And Rosie was like, I was like, in, I worked in fashion. How could I be the worst dressed? Mm-hmm. But again, honey, you're just wearing bathing suits. I don't understand it either. And number three was Shaq and Tanya. So they also got that one right. I think it's because oh Casey looks like a a bully in a 90s uh, action teen movie. You think? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I really do. <laughs> Um, the next one is the top three horniest couples. <clears throat> so they put Shaq and Tanya at number one. Yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> Will and Jesse at number two. Mm. And Kai and Sanam at number three. And I wouldn't have thought that Kai and Sanam were a horny couple had I not just seen their episode with them in the uh, the yeah. hideaway where they took advantage of every single thing in there. Mm-hmm. The hot and the cold lotion. <laughs> yeah. They mixed it and it did nothing. <laughs> it was just lotion. <laughs> so the actual ranking is Will and Jesse were in number were in third. Sammy and Tom were in second. I wonder why they don't like. Yeah, I don't know. They don't seem that horny. maybe just because Tom seems horny. He seemed horny through the whole show for anybody because mm-hmm. um, Tom has definitely come off as horny before, but I haven't seen him come off that horny with Sammy and then uh, Shaq and Tanya at number one. So that one was definitely right. The next one, and they just keep getting worse from here, is top three one-sided relationships. Uh-oh. So, and they get this one absolutely correct. So they get all the places right. So, in first place are Shaq and Tanya, yep. which, I mean, I I don't even know what side it would be on, to be honest. Shaq. Tanya is so annoying. I don't know. Tanya yeah. is so annoying, but it's so clear that she could do whatever she wants. And Shaq yeah, that's true, back. I guess. That's true. Um, number two is Will and Jesse. And Jesse takes issue with even going up there for this one because she... She's like, well, what way is it one-sided? I That's one that didn't make sense to me. That With them? Yeah. Which way is it one-sided? Well, I mean, we'll get into it later, but she seems to yeah. have, like, a big insecurity about the fact that Will thinks he likes her more than she likes him. To me, that's crazy. <laughs> and in third is Rosie and Casey. 
And I don't know which way this is one-sided either. I, th- I think at this point they're resigned to the fact that they have to be up there with every negative one. And to be honest, they're the first people to be like, it's fine, we'll go up. Because people start to get very prickly about having mm-hmm. to go up for some of I these. I think it's because they know that no one knows them as a couple yet. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's been like three days. Yeah, exactly. And most of that has been colored by fucking Claudia. Yeah. So I think they're they're like, by default, it's probably not even like... I hope that they recognize that it's not even like they're being voted for the worst. Mm -hmm. They probably just get the least amount of votes in general. You know what I mean? Yeah, because I think that's how the I think that's how they phrase the votes. It's like who like for the last one. Well, I don't know. No, because some of them are the most. Yeah, that's true. So I don't know. I don't know. Um, So the next one is top three couples most likely to have heads turned after leaving the villa. Um, and so they put Casey and Rosie as number one because, again, Casey and Rosie, th- it only gets worse here as the mm-hmm. Islanders are trying to rank themselves. And Casey is like, it's fine. We'll go. He, like, is trying yeah. to. And, I mean, granted, he's he's right for a lot of them that they're up there, again, because there's not a lot to base mm-hmm. these opinions off with them. Um, so they're in number one. They put Shaq and Tanya at number two and Sammy and Tom at three. The actual ranking is... Shaq and Tanya were in third. Ron and Lana were in second, and they weren't even up there. And Casey and Rosie in number one. So I don't know why it was surprising for them that, like, why would you not send Ron and Lana up there for yeah, that Yeah, I don't know. Ron actually had his head turned multiple times in the villa. Mm-hmm. And I get that, like, they think that they're good now, but, like, just keep in mind what right, people all you are have basing this off Yeah, of. yeah. And I think sometimes they do a really good job at that, and sometimes yeah. they don't. It gets harder as it goes. It like seems Shaq, like. for the most part, except for like a couple, was mm-hmm. like very honest and very like, it's going to be us because because of what happened. Like, uh-huh. We know we're good. Yeah. But like we still have to recognize that that stuff happened. Yeah. So. But they, I mean, like I said, each one as it goes, they it starts getting harder for them to continue to mm-hmm. recognize that. <clears throat> the next one is top three couples with least sexual chemistry. So they put as soon as it happened, I was like, Ron and Lana are number one. Mm-hmm. They were so weird in the in the hideaway. Yeah, very strange. And so- even Rachel, who has not watched the show, was like, "Those two, like, I wouldn't be surprised if you told me they weren't in a couple." Sibling energy, mm-hmm. a little bit. <laughs> um, so they put Casey and Rosie at number one. Which the whole time that they're doing this, Sammy and Sammy is like, "I don't think they're even up there. Like, that's ridiculous." Um, they put Ron and Lana at number two and Kai and Sanam at number three. The actual rankings are Ron and Lana are in first. Casey and Rosie are in second and Will and Jesse are in third. The irony of putting Kai and Sanam up there after they were picked for one of the horniest couples. Is no, crazy. they weren't though, right? They, they didn't. They put them up there, but they weren't actually mm, one of oh, the horniest right, right, couples. Right. <clears throat> And the last one is top three most game playing couples. Uh-oh. And in this one, this one. Shaq one's, refused to go up. Shaq there. and Tanya both at first refused to even be considered as Which game is playing. It's just so weird because the whole game, they were very like, I get it. Like, mm-hmm. this isn't about how we feel as people. This is about, about how we're seen. How we might be perceived because yep. of what happened. And then at this one, he like refuses because it's that whole macho like i am who i am and i always have been 
then like be okay with the fact that someone might see you differently. Yep. You know what I mean? If you really are this guy. And I think this is the it. one also that starts a bit of a, a of an issue later because mm-hmm. I actually I think it was in this one. I yeah. as I was watching it later, I almost lost where it happened, but it like here. at one point as they're trying to figure out who could be perceived as game playing, Shaq says something in regards to Ron asking Lana to be his girlfriend and how he might have just done that because everyone loves Lana so much. Which was so like niche and weird that like he definitely had to have been thinking that. Yeah, himself. 100%. Because he's like trying to play it off as like devil's advocate. I was like, that is a line that I haven't even thought of. Yeah. So the fact that you just bring this up out of nowhere means you might feel this. Yeah, because I mean, there's there's no inclination that the public has been considering this or that it's been painted that way mm-hmm. in the show. So like it can really only come from your own thoughts here, Shaq. Um, what they eventually end up coming to is uh, they put Shaq and Tanya in first, Rosie and Casey in second. Because he was like, happy to go up there. Yep. Happy to go up. Don't care. <laughs> well, Let's get were, this over with. They were going to go up in first place because they're like, they could see how big of an issue it was becoming. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were just trying to like get through it. At this point. Like Heinz and Am are like my favorite. But mm-hmm. at this point, I feel like they are so good at dealing with the shit around them that I like really like them as a couple. Casey and Rosie. Casey and Rosie. I do too. Because they're just like, you know what? Like, obviously the shit with Claudia, I don't want to like have it to be a bigger thing. Obviously people don't know us. Like, Mm -hmm. they feel like they are very good at not getting... They just want to be in their couple. Yeah. They don't want to play any games to me. It feels like they're just like, we'll get this shit over with just so we can go back to laying together by the pool yeah i agree i also like them as a couple so me too um and in third place they put up will and jesse which i totally understand that thought process as well especially because of the last two episodes yep like um the actual rankings are casey and rosie in first place which is so crazy because i mean i could say that the other ones are like based in like they just don't know them as a mm-hmm. couple but like i don't know why this one felt like like people people think casey's a game player and i don't mean us don't to have our casey colored glasses on but I, I don't see it that I way i simply don't see it that way me either he's been the the most transparent person in the fucking villa um and then in second place is shaq and tanya and in third is Ron and Lana, who, again, weren't even up there. They refused to go up there because how could anyone possibly look at them mm-hmm. as game playing? And like, hey, Lana, it's not you. Nobody thinks you're a game player. Right. That's not the case. And that's the end of the game. We also get confirmation that Casey is indeed a short king. Yeah. Unless they, that was a joke. They caught, what did they say? He was like 5'9". Five, 5'9". Nine. Five, nine. That's not that short. That's me. I know. That's why I'm saying that. That's not short. But I mean, also, he is amongst very tall men in there. Yeah, and, a couple like six four, right? Yeah, and like honestly, with all those tall guys and like seeing Casey around them, I haven't, I have never thought like, oh, he's short. I thought he like, gives tall boy energy. Man. He's, I was, I was like, say. you know, he's shorter than those guys, but mm-hmm. I haven't been like, that's a short king. Mm-hmm. I can't help it. I think pre- Casey's hot. You think Casey's hot? I don't know if yeah. Casey's hot to me. Casey's he he hot. does too much weird shit with his mouth. <laughs> I saw somebody on TikTok do um do like an 
compilation no they a compilation no <laughs> <laughs> they like pretended to be him and, like mm, an impersonation yeah. um and it was all just like it was all teeth and like licking his lips and i was like oh my god he does do that <laughs> even like at the um when he was in the bottom four <laughs> he was doing a weird thing with his, his mouth was closed but like he made his lips a, f- a straight line <laughs> it was really weird i was like <laughs> I really do love his uh, his resting bitch face, though. Like, I can't say it enough. Yeah, it's great. Okay, so post-game, um, Casey brings up that Jesse said on the podium at one point when they were all up there. I think it was for... I think it was for the last one, maybe. At one point, Claudia's, like, talking to Will, but she's very loud when she talks. Um, said, like, oh, Claudia's been gone for two days, and now it's like she was never here, and... I don't even know why that was said. They weren't. What do you want him to still be in love with her, dude? It's not. He wasn't like all over Rosie. They were all just like standing on the podium things. Why? I don't under. I do not understand. I don't understand what happened there or uh, why that was said at all. I get that you miss her. But But he was over her a week ago. Yeah. And he told you, he told her he was over her a week ago. They known each they known each other for two weeks, and she's been gone for a week. Like, do the math. I, it's just so. I'm so over. I never want to hear her name again. <laughs> yeah. Go well, drive a motorcycle with your dad. <laughs> yeah. Go do that. <laughs> um, we see Ron and Lana. They're trying to take the game in stride. They say that they're not bothered by the sexual chemistry thing. They said that neither Actually, of them. Actually, it's a good thing. Okay. Yeah. They say neither of them are like PDA people. So mm-hmm. it know. could not. It, it doesn't have to be a good thing. It can just be a neutral thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? So when you say like, actually, it's a good thing. It makes it sounds like you're coping a little bit. <laughs> um, Tanya and Shaq however are not taking the game in stride uh though i think that they're like faking it well enough and they start like talking about ron and lana and i don't know why at this point in the show like now they're taking the time to dissect ron's actions and choices Mm -hmm. now it's a little late it's also meaningless now right what on earth i almost forgot they're playing for the podium at this point you know what i mean like (laughs) I almost forgot at this point that, like, you know, Shaq and Ron had those issues before. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Maybe Shaq has never really moved on from those things because the I don't know. They just, like, start to, die, like, break down their whole relationship in a way that, like, makes no fucking sense. So Jesse's talking to Will now in the kitchen, and she is annoyed that – and she says that she doesn't feel respected because of the visual that Will likes Jesse more than Jesse likes Will. And I don't understand her. She starts crying. She seemed like very normal one second. And then the next second she was crying. And she's like, it seems like she's like always emotional about something at this point. Mm-hmm. And I think this is like my perspective of this is being painted because I'm just sick of Jesse and Will at this point. But it was very annoying to me. Did seem a little performative too. To me. <laughs> um, and they're also Will and Jesse complaining about being put up for certain rankings and like her attitude is just like confusing me and she wants to like blame someone for putting them up there. 
And I... I don't understand why all of the people are upset in this situation. Like, a lot of people are, yeah. like, upset at this point. If anyone should have been upset, it would have been Casey and Rosie, and they're fucking fine. And dude. I got very confused. Did you... I couldn't follow... I couldn't be fucked to reverse it and figure out what was happening. Okay, so you were confused, too, because at one point, like, Jesse is, like, over there talking, and they're, they're all at the mm-hmm. beds, and I don't even know what the... I don't know what they're talking about, and Rosie, like, even is like, well, who are you talking about? And Jesse's like, oh, well, no one here or something like that. I don't I don't know. I'm confused. I think it was something to do with Shaq and Tanya. With Shaq and Tanya? Yes. Okay. I think that's where I got. But I was like, I don't even know what she was mad about. But she said something. It was like, oh, it was like, who else was on the podium? And then Rosie was like, fucking Casey and I. And she's like, yeah. well, obviously not you two. And then I think and then she even said, like, I think Shaq and Tanya once they walked away. But like. I don't fucking know. Like, I, I could not be fucked to, like, <laughs> figure out. I, I wasn't going to reverse it and figure out why she was mad. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, I mean, I take very detailed notes, but I'm just like, honestly, I'm I'm quite simply over the drama surrounding Will and Jesse that, mm-hmm. like, I I couldn't I couldn't care less. And I mean, part of me wanted to know because because of Rosie was involved in it at one point. But then, like, whatever the issue was, apparently had nothing to do with her. Um, and then we see that I guess Ron is upset that Shaq put Ron and Lana up for certain rankings because of the games he played with Lana, but, oh, hold on. never mind. Here's this a, was me trying to figure out what the fuck happened. So here's a quick question. Uh-huh. Just like grammatically. What is sore? Are you sore? Or is the accusation sore? What are you talking about? I feel like they they say it's it's sore a lot. It's sore. Yeah, it's a bit sore because they're like, how how are you with that question? It's a bit sore. So is the question sore, or are you sore from the question? I think in what you're saying, and I don't remember this. It sounds like. Uh, like the situation is making them feel sore, not the question. Right, but the way they're phrasing it is weird. Because <laughs> I would, fe- I would feel like you know how that question make you feel. I'm a bit sore about it, but they keep saying it's a bit sore. So, just grammatically, it doesn't make a ton of sense <laughs> in my brain, and they say it like thirty times in a row. <laughs> So I missed that, I guess. I thought about it a lot. Um, but that's pretty much how the episode ends. Just all of them being sore about uh the are game. they are they know. being sore or is the situation sore okay i'm sorry i used that word because i didn't mean to i didn't mean to make you feel that way it's okay <laughs> it's okay it's just a bit sore <laughs> um but yeah that's pretty much how the episode ends i got very very confused there at the end trying to figure out what people were upset about mm-hmm. but i think the bottom line that i can the thread that i can follow is Ron and Shaq uh, seem to be sore. I'm so sorry I said that. That's okay. At each other. Um, Ron being upset because Shaq had the audacity just to put them up there saying that, like, maybe people would see you as game playing because, you know, it could be perceived that you asked Lana to be your girlfriend because everyone likes Lana and no one likes you. Right. Uh which, I mean, I mean, they were up there, so, like, how much can you say? But that's what it seems like they're upset about. What Jesse's upset about, don't know, don't care at this point. Mm-hmm. So that's week six. 
Yeah. I think, uh, like, like I said earlier, we're done with like uh, love triangles and are moving into trying to break up the couples from within. Yeah. Heading into the the finale. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, and I think this was the first seed to that because, you know, it's all about shaking the foundation. Yeah, absolutely. You want to do your favorites first? Oh, shit. Casey is my favorite <laughs> because he needs it. <laughs> and I'll give Rosie because she seems to be rolling with the punches pretty well. Yeah. King Casey, Queen Rosie, and also she looks good as fuck in that weird like Sherpa bikini she was wearing at the end. Sh- I didn't notice a Sherpa bikini. It looked like someone sounds... cut up a beach towel and made it into a bikini. <laughs> well, and she's hot. Yeah, she is hot. Um, my faves this week are Kai and Sanam. Of course. Yeah, it's funny. Like before when we were doing our favorites, you know, it was like we were just like picking one boy and one girl. But now mm-hmm. it is just like, I mean, it's because just they're like slowly, a couple. They're slowly like melding into each other. Yeah, it's hard to look Maybe. at them individually like, at this point. Especially like Will and Jesse. Yeah. They're just Will and Jesse now. Yeah. They're not like Will and Jesse. Mm-hmm. It's Will and Jesse. And same thing with Shaq and Tanya. There's Shaq and Tanya. Mm-hmm. So. That's that. That's week six. Uh, we will see you next week for the penultimate week, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe so. Wow. Wow. I'm going to edit this and we're going to play Frosthaven and watch the fights tonight. Hell yeah. Even though, can I give you like three minutes of fight talk? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. You can stop listening if you want to guys <laughs> john jones is fighting tonight josh has told me do you know anything about john jones i know that that's the guy that you tried to convince us was from rochester and he wasn't that is correct <laughs> uh a lot of people think he's the best fighter of all time josh has mentioned yes he's i've heard this. kind of a dirty fighter he's also a bad man oh a bad man he's a bad man why uh once he well first of all he got popped. For, he, he got popped for PEDs like twice. So he What's he PEDs uh, steroids. Oh, okay. So he has two no contests, which means that he forfeited the win retroactively. Mm-hmm. Uh, retrospectively, he was high on coke and hit a pregnant woman with his car and then ran away. Oh my god! And then came back and grabbed all the cash out of his car and then uh, ran away again. That is a bad man. Uh, he beat his fiance a couple uh, times in front of his kids. See, I always say that those UFC fighters all look like they beat their wives. Most of them don't. Mm, John Jones does. Well, you know who we should talk about? Who? Tommy Fury winning his fight. Tommy Fury won his fight. That is actually pertinent news. We should have put that. That is my Love Island daddy. I'll tell you what. I'll clip this part and put it at the beginning. Yeah, please In the news section. No, I won't. The news section. So, so Love Island alum Tommy Fury, Thomas Fury won his fight and remains undefeated in his professional boxing career against YouTuber Jake Paul. That's my husband, Tommy Fury, not Jake Paul. How how does Molly May feel about that? I love her too, so I don't care. Uh, you know there is a. I wish uh, they would adopt me. Yeah. I could be so rich. Do <laughs> you know that there is a uh rematch clause in the in the contract? I have heard. So there will be another one. But I apparently and I, I didn't watch the fight. I watched all of the I like was watching all the live tweets of it. 
But apparently nobody liked the fight, so who would want a rematch? People said it wasn't a very entertaining fight. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I think a lot of Jake Paul's fights aren't interesting until he gets a knockout. I heard And honestly, that... same with Tommy Fury's fight. He's not like a, a great <clears throat> boxer. That, well, yeah, that's what I heard. But I mean, I guess he gets to keep that squeaky clean record. And isn't this the first loss for Jake Paul? This is Jake Paul's first loss. I bet that just fucking kills him. I heard I that he cares at all. I heard that Logan Paul now wants to fight Tommy Fury. Logan Paul is a worse boxer than Jake Paul. Well, they when I read the article, when I read the headline, rather, of that being said, it said that he's a WWE person. Mm-hmm. So that's not a boxer, right? That's like an actor wrestler. Yeah, but he has boxed before. Oh, he has? He's boxed Floyd Mayweather, who is arguably the best boxer alive. Did he but win? No, it was an exhibition match, so there was no winner or loser, but he mm. lost that fight. He has a professional boxing record of like 0-3. He's not a good fighter. Um, but you fact, say that about everyone who's involved in these. You know, you say that about um, about Jake Paul, about Tommy Fury. I don't know. Right, but that is, I mean, even on that level, mm-hmm. he is a bad fighter. <laughs> like, if Jake Paul and Logan Paul boxed, Logan Paul would get knocked out. <laughs> He's a lot taller, though, I think. He's a lot taller, but he also fights from his hips and has no form. <laughs> fights from his hips. Yeah, instead of keeping your, your things You have up to here. cut all this. This is the beginning of our episode. <laughs> okay. Thank you guys so much for listening. <laughs> My name is Brendan. <laughs> I'm Sarah. I'll see you next week. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>